Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Yesterday we were talking about grocery stores. Um, somebody said, check out the Aldi Isle of Shame. It was all because there was a headline yesterday that said Aldi was buying 400 Win Dixies in the South. And a lot of people, a lot of people, big fans of that Aldi store. And I get it. But there's a lot of people that don't have access to any kind of grocery store. And I know you think that is impossible to believe, but it's not just in urban areas of Chicago, it's in rural areas of Illinois. When I head to the farm on the weekends, if you ever bump into me in my car, you will see there's a big cooler in the back. Because when I'm on the farm, our closest grocery store is 32 minutes away. That's it. Other than one of those dollar stores where everything is frozen and processed and the sodium is like above 800 milligrams per whatever. And there are people in the city that experience that as well, and I was reading an article by Mariah Rush. She's a staff reporter for the Chicago Sun Times. Thanks for joining us on the show, Mariah. You were quoting a, a WBEZ story. You want to engage her phone for me, Andrew, because I know she wants to talk here um, about how prevalent it really is when you're talking about what is identified as a food desert. They're still Thanks trying for to- having me, Lisa. Yes. Um- the amount of food deserts, which a lot of experts prefer to refer, uh, prefer to refer to it as enough food apartheid, um, it's really gone up in the last 10 years. Um, Rahm Emanuel, our former mayor, he really made it a top priority to, he wanted to eradicate them by 2020. And as we know, something big happened in 2020. Right. And, you know, even without it, it likely wouldn't have happened. But, um, yeah, by our definition, um, we kind of did what I call the gold standard um, of food options, we took all the SNAP identifiers as uh, supermarkets and superstores, as those you know big box stores. Even all these are supermarket, Trader Joe's, these stores that really give everyone an equitable amount of choice. And and you identified it as low food access, and apparently yeah. it's jumped by sixty three percent in the past ten years. Yes, it has. Um, it's been a problem that's been discussed since, you know, the early 2010s, earlier um, in the 2000s, but a lot got worse in the last 10 years. Um, when you look purely at the numbers, yes, we did, uh, overall, Chicago did uh, increase its amount of these stores that are, you know, quality grocery stores. But if you look, like in these maps that we have in the story, it's mostly on the north side of the city where other areas that really need more food access that was kind of, you know, dwindling before South and West Side, they've lost the stores they've actually gained. We're talking about this guy by the name of Oliver Anthony. I read his Facebook post earlier. 12 million people have viewed his music video in the past six days. Everybody is talking about this guy based on one song called Rich Men North of Richmond. And he lives on a plot of land in Virginia. He says he's not necessarily a good guy. He suffers from mental illness. Drown that with alcohol. But the lyrics to the song that he has just seen blown up read like this. 
Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the obese milk and welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground because this damn country, all it does is keep kicking them down. And the, of course, that connected with people. But let's point out the fact, the reason that many people who are on SNAP or use food supplement programs They don't have access to good, clean food. They're eating that processed stuff because it's close and it's nearby and it's readily available and it packs on the pounds. Yeah, I mean, that song really sums it up in a more fun way than I did, I think, maybe. But, yeah, he gets to the convenience stores. You mentioned that earlier. Convenience stores and dollar stores, they are considered snap locations and so i mean not only i mean in dollar stores yeah they may be cheaper than in other grocery stores but convenience store prices not much cheaper and also not good for you i mean like you said frozen foods if that um candy bars you know nothing no produce or anything like that and i saw in your story that they said uh, you said a parent shopping for baby food at save a lot would pay 70 mm. cents more for the same product than at jewel Yes, yes. I'll tell you. So also, uh, the baby food selection at Save-A-Lot, it's barely a full shelf. Um, there's not that many options at all. And yes, it's nearly a dollar more expensive. Jewel um, is a jewel in Lakeview, and they are able to give more competitive prices. But even their normal price is cheaper than the one at Save-A-Lot. And that really hit home for me because normally, I mean, I really wouldn't think of grocery stores, um, you know, being so necessary for the literal growth of our residents. But, yeah, I mean, how do we expect people to live a good life if babies can't even get an equitable amount of food and at a good price? This is Mariah Rush. She's a staff reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times, and she did an article about this, and one of the lines in it says, in 2023, one in every 12 black residents is experiencing low food access compared to one in every 105 white residents. And then you compared Roseland, Southside neighborhood, with 38,000 residents, 94% black. No supermarket or superstore at all? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. And um, it's not like these Southside neighborhoods don't have a population. and It's not like they're totally barren, but... All of these things connect, things like um, access to education, access to health care, access to quality food. In a lot of these neighborhoods, I'm a Southside reporter, and they're lacking in a lot of these things that Northsiders kind of take for granted or we take for granted as, you know, human beings in a city. Right. And so does a lot of this have to do with tax breaks? I mean, could the local and state government do something about this? Are they giving tax breaks to those grocery stores that are, you know, building another one in north side neighborhoods versus south side and west side? Um, yes. So in some cases, I believe in the Whole Foods that was um, in Englewood, I'll use that as a specific example. It was talked about in the story. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, there was uh, a bunch of protests in the neighborhood. Uh, the Whole Foods closed uh, with little notice. Uh, in Inglewood, and then um, uh, Save-A-Lot replaced it. But uh, neighbors didn't want to Save-A-Lot. They wanted something that has good quality food, kind of like Whole Foods, maybe more affordable, but um, high, higher quality. And so that Whole Foods, 
uh, I believe, did have some tax incentives. And I will say there's a company that has brought around eight or owns about eight table lots. They're only on the south and west sides. They're called Yellow Banana, and they've got millions in TIF financing, which, of course, comes from, you know, our tax dollars comes from the neighborhoods. So, yes, they have it. But if you read my story, you know that I went to the same table lot that's open in Inglewood, and there was at least a dozen expired milks right in the front of the shelf. Um, And there wasn't many options. Non-dairy milk, more expensive than you can get pretty much anywhere else. Um, And, you know, they lacked things like fresh fish, chicken breast. They pretty much just had, you know, chicken wings, um, pork, stuff like that. Um, And not that much to offer. And, you know, as we said, the baby food. (laughs) Your article was eye-opening, and I appreciate your work. Thanks for doing the investigative part of that because it's it's, it's. it's something that people need to be aware of, and hopefully we can see a change. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having me, Lisa. Uh, it's Mariah Rush, Chicago Sun-Times. You can check out the story there. Steve's got every story that you need to know when it comes to news, and that is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.